Sometimes hilarious, always hilarious. It's keeping up with Ken Hilarious on Mater Day Radio. And it is always a great Friday when our good friend Ken Hilarious joins us. I've learned so much over the years from Ken about the Saints and things going on in South Bend. The other thing that I've just recently learned too, Ken Hilarious was the actual model for the Touchdown Jesus mural at Notre <laughs> Dame University. He is joining us today. Good morning, Ken. How are you doing? I am. Uh, I am well. Those were back in my much. Dinner, much more, uh, much more attractive days. So. You had a glorious head of hair back then, too. It looks like. Oh, it was a fantastic mane, you know. And if you notice, it's really all business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> Who knew? That's how Jesus was. That was a, a, a Hebrew mullet, right? <laughs> That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. Well, Love Ken, it. I got to ask you before before we get into talking about the wonderful Mother Cabrini. What has happened to the Irish? Uh, you know, oh, uh, seven and three, man. I I, I thought, you know, it, it was late in the Ohio State game, and I just flashed, we're going all the way this year. This is the year. Irish are coming yeah. back, going to win it all. It has not come to fruition. I should never have no, thought that no. because it went downhill no. from there. Um, you know, I've been an Irish fan all my life, and um, – one learns quickly that heartbreak is at the core of what it means to be an Irish fan. Um, it, I, I, I don't like to throw the team under the bus, and I certainly won't, but I will say this. There's a catalog of, like, you know, Irish gear and things like that that, that, that gets sent to fans, you know, and um, it has, you know, hats and shirts and things like that. And on the back of the catalog was a perfume or, and, and a cologne, and uh, my friends and I, who are uh, cynics, said, you know, it opens with wonderful, bright, exciting notes. And then by the end, you just end with disappointment and sorrow. Uh, so. Oh, Ken, that is uh, heartbreaking. And, and we know, just prayer for our ladies' consolation. I will make a prediction. Right. They won't lose this weekend. Well, I, you know, you uh, you are. I will take that money. <laughs> <laughs> you never they don't get play tell. this weekend. They're off. I know exactly. It's hard to, hard to lose when you're not out on the field. Yeah. Exactly. Can, oh golly. Yeah, Ken, this summer, my husband and, and our son, we went with some friends to Washington, D.C. And of course, with any Catholic, if you are going to Washington, D.C., it requires a stopover at the uh, National Basilica at uh, uh, the University in Washington, D.C. And when you walk through and you see all of the beauty there, they have a wonderful crypt area. In that crypt area, there are three statues, and one of them is Mother Cabrini, which is very interesting of all of the saints that we have to honor in, in our Catholic faith, that the National Basilica will have this beautiful ivory sculpture of Mother Cabrini in it. So tell her, introduce our listeners to Mother Cabrini. Her feast day is coming up, I believe, on Monday. Yeah, November 13th is when we here in the United States celebrate Mother Cabrini. And she is, of course, significant because she is the first American saint uh, the first American to be canonized as a saint. Uh, she was canonized in 1946. Um, she herself actually was born in northern Italy in Lombardy in 1850. Uh, uh, she was the 13th child to a family of farmers. Uh, her mother was 52 when she was born. So she was uh, a part of a very large family, but she received a great education. And 
um, she was fascinated by the missions uh, from from childhood, and she really wanted to be a missionary to the Far East. She was inspired by hearing the stories, uh, especially of saints like Francis Xavier, who was, of course, one of the early Jesuits and, and preached the, the faith in India and Japan. And she really wanted to preach the gospel. Uh, she got involved in orphanage work uh, and, and actually kind of managed an orphanage uh, in northern Italy. And the local bishop asked her to establish a religious community to support uh, the um, the orphans in the area. And so she established a religious community called the Missionary Sisters of the Sacred Heart. So even in the name of her group, she pointed out that she loved the missions. Um, the bishop encouraged her to go talk to the Holy Father, uh, Pope Leo XIII. And Pope Leo told her, I don't want you to go east, but I want you to go west. I want you Mother Cabrini, to go and minister to the Italian immigrants in the United States, uh, who were, of course, at the turn of the 20th century, were not welcome. They were, they were, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this has been a constant problem, right? Uh, and so the Italian immigrants in the United States were in great need of support. And Mother Cabrini came to the United States uh, and established an orphanage in New York City. She, of course, was also not well-received even by the local church, but she persisted. And she established a, um, an orphanage in New York City called the Sacred Heart Orphan Asylum. And then her order uh, began to expand immensely, and she began to establish communities uh, in different parts of the United States, orphanages, schools, and hospitals, specifically to support immigrants. Um, in 1909, she made her way to Seattle, Washington, where she established a, a hospital and an orphanage and a school, and she was received into the American citizenship. So she became an American citizen in 1909, uh, and uh, by the time she died in 1917, she had established 67 institutions across wow. the United States and had more than 500 sisters as part of the Missionary Sisters of the Sacred Heart. And so, yeah, she was uh, she was a great inspiration to those of us who need to recognize the face of Christ in everyone we meet, regardless of their citizenship, regardless of their ethnic background. She is an inspiration to charity, to ultimately to feed the hungry, to house the uh, homeless, to care for the sick. All of these corporal works of mercy were what Mother Cabrini modeled for uh, for Americans and certainly for people throughout the world. And uh, in on her feast coming up, November 13th, we remember Mother Cabrini as the patroness of immigrants, but as our own American saint. Ken Hellenius joins us from Notre Dame, Indiana this morning, talking about Mother Cabrini. And Ken, uh, something you mentioned really uh, struck me. She was in Seattle. Did she become an American citizen during her time there in Seattle? And do we know much about what she did there here in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, so um, she established a hospital uh, right next to the cathedral in Seattle. So it's on First Hill, and it's called uh, Cabrini Hospital. Uh, the tower still stands, Cabrini Tower, uh, and uh, but uh, the hospital has been merged into other hospitals since. Um, she did become a citizen there, and when they remodeled St. James Cathedral in Seattle uh, in the 90s, they included a major relic of Mother Cabrini underneath the new altar in St. James wow. Cathedral. 
Uh, and there's a fantastic little statue of Mother Cabrini at the back uh, of St. James Cathedral on the right side where uh, you can go and, and venerate uh, Mother Cabrini there. Um, she also established Sacred Heart Academy, which is a, a remains a school in, uh, on the east side of, uh, of Seattle. Um, and so, yeah, she uh, did, uh, you know, had her community there. And uh, I believe some missionary sisters still live in Seattle. But uh, Mother Cabrini is forever connected to the city of Seattle and the Pacific Northwest. She's currently she is buried uh, in uh, the northern tip of, of Manhattan in New York uh, at a shrine there. But there are shrines also in Colorado and in Chicago where she died. So uh, we have a, a number of shrines across America where you can uh, visit Mother Cabrini, but uh, you can also, if you're in the Northwest, if you're in Seattle, then uh, pop by the cathedral and and uh, and kneel down and offer thanksgiving for the missionary work of Mother Cabrini. Definitely going to do that, Ken. Thanks for the tip. I, n- I never realized. Yeah, that's she has always remained my absolute favorite saint. She is my go-to. You know, a lot of people, when they lose something, they go to St. Anthony. But Mother Cabrini, because she is, you know, my local saint, as I think of her, uh, I always go to Mother Cabrini. She's my go-to. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Well, Ken, thank you so much. So I will add Mother Cabrini to the list of saints that Ken has told me more about. I appreciate your time today. Enjoy uh, your weekend and uh, enjoy not watching the Irish this weekend. <laughs> hey, take care. Take care. God bless you, Ken.